Welcome to another episode. In this episode, I'm going to be going over aggression. Aggression is a very complex topic. Uh, this is something that you could spend hours talking about. And I know this because that's, that's how long it takes me usually to talk about aggression when I'm teaching. So I'm not going to spend hours talking about this. Uh, I can certainly make this into a multiple episode topic. But I wanted to really talk about the main, the main concept and the main issue that, uh, that aggression tends to trigger when it comes to pet owners, dog trainers. It seems like it's a little bit overcomplicated, when in reality it's a lot simpler. Not as simple, but it is simpler than most of us tend to make it. So as I get ready to talk about this, I am going to be looking at different sources um, and I'm going to go over them here in a moment. I just wanted to let you know too, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, go to the Facebook and the Instagram page, make sure you follow me there, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and uh, if you like any of these episodes, please feel free to share them, it really helps me out. And check out my books. Uh, I have uh, three different books that I published. The one that I published last is the one that I'm very, very proud of. And that is the decoy book. It's an awesome, awesome book. I'm getting a lot of great feedback from a bunch of people that are already reading it. It truly is an awesome book. I have a lot of great people that helped me put this together. So check it out if you haven't already. Uh, it's good for decoys, training directors, even if you're a handler, uh, just as a handler, uh, or even uh, even if you own a working dog and you're thinking about doing protection work, you're going to find very, very valuable information there. And if you're part of a club, or if you want to join a club, that book has some good information on there as well. Um, but anyway, let's go back to the topic at hand, and it is aggression. Okay, so according to just uh, just a Google search, okay, and the source here is the uh, Oxford Oxford Languages. The definition of aggression is hostile or violent behavior or attitude towards another. Uh, readiness to attack. The action or an attack. Um, in this particular case here, it says without provocation. Forceful and sometimes overly assertive pursuit of one's aims and interests. And according to the Webster Dictionary, it's a forceful action or procedure, especially when intended to dominate. The practice of making attacks Um, unprovoked violation by uh, by one country or territory, which obviously this is not applicable to dogs. Hostile, injurious, or destructive behavior. Okay, so fairly simple, right? Basically, hostile activity uh, or some sort of action that has some sort of violence behind it. I'm going to look at another source. This other source is uh, Roger Abrantes. Roger Abrantes is an ethologist that has spent 
decades of his life studying animals, particularly uh, canids. And um, on his book, which is an awesome book, Dog Language, an Encyclopedia of Can Canine Behavior, awesome book, strongly recommend it. Um, it is uh, one of my favorite books in general when it, in regards to dog training. So I'm going to touch a little bit on what he talks uh, on his definition of aggression or, or what, what he writes here about aggression. Again, this, is, this isn't just a blogger. This isn't you know, a dog trainer. This isn't a guy who just does like a couple of seminars here and there. It's not a YouTuber. This guy has been in the field. Um, he has he has definitely built himself a reputation. He's somebody who has a very high level of expertise. This isn't a volunteer at an SPCA. Uh, this is somebody with authority, okay? And so... I'm not going to read the entire thing on aggression that he wrote, but I'm going to touch on a couple of things, okay? The uh, the thing with aggression here that he writes, uh, some of the definition that he gives, initiation of hostilities, the launching of attacks, hostile behavior, okay? Um, he also says... Aggression is the ability to show aggressive behavior to attack. Aggression is a drive triggered by competition, usually by a conspecific. Aggressive behavior aims at resolving or assisting conflicts. That's a really interesting one, too. Aggression can enable animals to control resources. Okay. The aim of social aggression is to exercise most influence or control to have first priority. And in in the book, he also talks. I mean, I'm I'm really summarizing what he's talking about. By the way, okay, there is more. There's a lot more that he talks about this. But he says, at about four to five weeks of age, puppies begin to show the first signs of aggressive behavior. They engage in conflicts with their litter mates. They even seek them, and they become more and more assertive. So, now that we have a, sort of a baseline as to what aggression is, and we can now look at this and go, okay, well, it's actually, it's pretty cut and dry. It's, it's some sort of um, violent action that has a couple of different, uh, or, a, or a handful of different, um, aims and that could be to um, to be in control of resources to gain control of resources to solve competition or to uh, to resolve social conflicts which makes sense if you've ever watched dogs in not like in, in controlled environments not like at your house but if you watch dogs and even animals in general but if you ever watch dogs if you ever gone to a dog park and you've seen a, a dog park where people are not paying attention, dogs are just going insane. They're going crazy, and there is, you know, there's scuffles and there and there and there 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 are disagreements. You'll see if you pay enough attention. Okay, if you look past, if you if you look past the oh you know I can't believe they did that. If you look past that you'll notice that aggression, okay, and that's where it is, aggression 
has some sort of aim. It's not just random spurts of behavior that have no purpose. Okay? It has a particular aim. Now, aggression does have a purpose. Here's the other thing about aggression. Okay? Here's, here's what people don't understand about aggression. Aggression is normal. It is a completely normal, natural behavior. There is nothing wrong with aggression. It serves a very specific purpose, or a number of purposes, rather. But think about it this way. If I approach, if, if, if anybody approaches you, if you're, you're out and about, you're going, to, uh, you're going to the grocery store, and somebody just approaches you, and they they just start you know they, they start grabbing you, they grab your they grab your shirt, and or maybe they start shoving you around. You're gonna come up with a, a few strategies. Okay, it's just going to happen. You're going to walk away. You're going to deal with it, or you're going to deal with this situation by asserting yourself. Right, you're going to show some sort of aggression. Those are your three strategies. And dogs, they pretty much come to the same strategies when faced with something similar. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to say aggression is only, only acceptable in, or, or it's only, you know, it only happens because of this scenario. This is just one scenario that I'm giving you. And I'll tell you why. It's very important that you understand how aggression is normal. If a person comes over to you and starts grabbing you and pushing you and shoving you and, and grabbing your shirt and pulling you, doing all kinds of things, you're going to show very likely, it's a possibility that you're going to show some sort of aggression. And that is normal. Okay, that is normal. That would be acceptable. It wouldn't be acceptable if, if somebody just looks at, your, looks at you from a distance and then you start then acting aggressive. Right, that would be more abnormal. That would be something that you would look at and you, and you would go, "This something. This is something that definitely needs to be addressed. There is something wrong with you if you feel like you need to act defensively or violently when somebody just looks at you." But in certain scenarios, it is acceptable for you to show some aggression. Okay, uh, if you look at if you look at animals, they do the same thing. Right, if you look at dogs, they do the same thing. It is perfectly normal for any animal under, the cer under certain cer sets of circumstances to behave aggressively. When you, when, you look at the, uh, when you look at the nature channels, you don't, you don't say, well, wow, what's wrong with, what's wrong with that lion? It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's growling and it's, and it's hitting the other lions when they're eating the carcass or when they're eating the kill. You don't say, oh, well, I can't believe that lion killed that hyena, or I can't believe that hyena, uh, you know, is attacking that, that cub or that lion because they're competing. Right? There's competition. So the purpose of aggression in that scenario, and yes, you know, our, our dog, trainer, dog trainers uh, are going to call this resource guarding, okay? But that aside, you look at what's happening there, you're going to look at that and you're going to go, okay, there is conflict that is happening and aggression is a way to resolve this conflict. It is perfectly normal for an animal to behave aggressively. 
It truly, truly is. It is normal. Even for people, it is normal. If you look at children, if you look at children, I mean like young, young children, before they get uh, indoctrinated into this society, you know, this... uh, before they get domesticated, right? If you look at children, like young, young children, toddlers, if you look at them interacting with other things, with other, with other kids, you're going to see they get along great and everything's good, but you're also going to see bouts of aggression. You're going to see these little toddlers, right? They, they haven't been domesticated yet. They haven't been civilized yet. They're just these little creatures that are learning the ways of the world but you see them interacting with each other and they're going to shove each other. They're going to scream at each other. They're going to compete. Little Johnny gets the little car and then little Jimmy is going to get upset that little Johnny got the car and they're going to have this little conflict and then somebody's going to get that car. Right? And this happens with young, young children. Now, as, as children get older, obviously, now we're, they're given different strategies to cope with these conflicts, different ways to deal with it. Where we look at aggression at some point as unnecessary, right? Somebody takes something you want. If you were a toddler, you were probably you probably would have screamed or shoved or pushed this person. But now, as an adult, as a civilized member of society, you have a different strategy. And you go, well, I'm not going to do those things. I'm just going to wait and I'm going to talk to him. Or maybe I'll just, I'll just ignore it and I'll, just, I'll move on. And so we look at aggression as this thing that is not necessary. That there's something wrong with it. But there's really nothing wrong with it. It's just how you are as an animal. Okay? Dogs, they don't, they don't get civilized. They don't get... They don't, they don't get these, I mean, they can get trained, They're dom- they can get domesticated, they're domesticated, right? And they can get a lot of training, but they're not, you're not going to turn them into this complex creature that has very interesting ways to cope with conflict. They're going to do these things, just like a toddler, toddler would, that's what a dog is going to do. Right? You see cats doing it too. If you have, if you have cats, uh, if you have multiple cats, you'll see cats do that too. You'll see cats do that to other dogs. You'll see cats do that to people. But we don't bat an eye about that. We just, we just get upset when we see a dog do it. And when a dog acts aggressively, when a dog growls, when a dog shows teeth, first thing we want to do is like, we're like, oh my, I wonder what's wrong with that dog. What, what could be happening here? We need to call a dog trainer and, and let's see if we can get this resolved because there is something wrong here. And you don't even look at the entire picture. Your average pet owner and, and a lot of dog trainers fall in this category too. You know, a lot of dog trainers like, oh, yeah, yeah I, we have to fix the aggression. We'll fix it. Without even looking at what conflict it's trying to resolve. Okay. Now, because it is normal. I want to I want to give that animal the benefit of of the doubt. Like, what is it that caused you to do it to do that? Sometimes I'm not going to be able to figure it out, and that's fine. But the reason that that I want to look at it as, you know, it's normal. It's because it really it, it really makes it acceptable to a degree. I'm not saying that it is uh, acceptable for your dog to be showing teeth and biting people and biting dogs, 
but it takes that um, it takes that um, you know it, it takes this like a, a negative connotation about it away if you really accept it and understand it as this is just normal behavior again remember yourself when you were a little kid remember your child when or, or somebody you knew as a little kid remember how they behaved there was no civil civilized way of dealing with things you just threw things at, at people right you threw things at, at the other at the other uh, at the other kids you talk back to your parents and when they try to discipline you you would scream and cry that's what the normal state of being is for most animals okay we're not like most animals and our dogs are the same way they're gonna have their ways to deal with it so aggression is normal okay now we don't have to justify you know abnormal aggression and that is the thing abnormal aggression means um, there is there are instances in which aggression is normal it's called for like if if uh, if your dog gets pinned by another dog another dog grabs your dog and starts pinning it on the ground there will probably be the option to resolve this with aggression from your dog too but if um, you know if your dog just spots another dog starts growling and and, uh, and and barking at this other dog and showing teeth and the other dog didn't do anything then yes that's more on the you know a little bit more on the abnormal category where yes that is aggression but what's the justification that you can't justify that that's the aggression that we want to work on that's the aggression the, the aggression that we want to address okay but still it's not that complex you still can look at it and go all right well what, what are what are some things that could potentially be happening here and dog trainers i've noticed tend to fall in two categories category number one is the uh you know, it's the detective, right? The detective is, is a dog trainer that is trying to figure out every possible little clue to try to formulate a, um, um, you know, a, a picture, I guess. You know, they're trying everything they can. They're like looking at little details and, um, and, and they're trying to get every bit of history for like the last five years or, or every every you know every every occurrence every experience that this dog has had to try to figure out why this dog show his teeth so that's the detective right the, the dog trainer that wants to find out why like why the dog is doing this I get it it makes sense there's definitely merit to that the second category of dog trainer is the dog trainer that doesn't care the other category is, you know, the dog trainer doesn't care. What this guy does, or, or gal, what this dog trainer, type of dog trainer does is he goes, I don't care what's motivating him to be aggressive. I'm just going to tell him to knock it off. Right? I, don't, I, don't care, uh, I don't care why he did that. He just needs to learn that he can't do that. I don't need to know why he did that. I just need to fix it. I just need to make him stop. All right. Um, you've heard it from this from this uh, infamous dog trainer, who says, "You know, fuck stress yawning." He's more in that category, 
right? So those are the two categories. You got your detective and you got your I don't care what's motivating him. We're just going to make it stop. Now, I believe that you need to be somewhere in the middle because if I can, if I can, it does help me to try to figure out why the dog is doing that. Because again, aggression is normal. To a degree, there is, there is normality to aggression, okay? That is, to a degree, it is acceptable. So rather than just going, hey, you can't do that, I'm going to try to go, what is it that, that you're getting out of this? What is it that you think you're getting out of this? And is it a misunderstanding? Maybe, maybe it's a misunderstanding. And maybe all we need to do is clarify that misunderstanding. And that does work, by the way. Okay? So, because if I can, if I can just address that misunderstanding, then I can address it. I can, we, can, we can work on that. Just a quick example. Let's say your client or, or this person complains, oh, my dog growls at my children. He's aggressive towards children. We need to fix that. We need to, we need to knock that off. And I go, well, yeah, definitely. We need to knock that off. But, you know, I, wanna, I don't want to be a detective necessarily, but I want to go, okay, what's happening? You know, why, why does your dog, uh, you know, why is your dog being aggressive towards your children? And then maybe through a little bit of Q&A, we come to the realization that maybe your children is your, your children or your child is an asshole and he is he has no sense of boundaries your child has no no self, sense of uh, personal space and your child's constantly constantly harassing your your dog or your child has given your dog a few bad experiences maybe on purpose maybe by accident and now your dog has made an association to your child and now your dog being cautious and trying to preserve himself it's using a little bit of violence to protect him and to preserve himself okay misunderstanding all we have to do is really have to teach your children really have to teach your child to keep his hands to himself and we have to now do some damage control on the dog so that helps me, okay? So I, I can be a little bit of a detective and that'll help me. If I just go, hey, we just got to knock it off and we don't address the, the reason as to why your dog is doing that and, and your child never gets taught to keep him, his hands, hands to himself and your child is this little asshole that just keeps harassing your dog and giving your dog bad experiences, it doesn't matter what you do to that dog. You're not addressing the main issue. The main issue is there's conflict and there is, um, you know, there's this conflict that is being brought into your dog's life, and your dog's life, and your and your dog's best way to cope with this is to use aggression. So why don't we address, you know, your child keeping his hands to himself? That's just an example. It doesn't mean that every 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 case of aggression is because of this. Okay. So yes, I do want to address it, but there are also other times in which you can't figure it out. And I mean, what if, you're, what if this person just adopted the dog? If you just adopted that dog and this dog starts acting aggressive, you don't know. Maybe you're a, you're a client, you're a pet owner, you're not a dog trainer. You truly don't know. Right? If, if that's the case, obviously you want to get with somebody who understands to help you out. But um, if I don't know, if I can't figure out, you know, I'm not going to try to come up with this um, you know, with this list of what ifs, 
right? I can't be a detective. At that point, I, I, I ran out of history. I don't know what happened to that dog prior to. So rather than just try to guess every little thing as to why this dog is behaving that way, we can't then go, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. He just needs to learn that that is unacceptable. So again, you want to be back in the middle, okay? And I know that this episode has been a little bit on the, uh, has been a little bit broad and didn't really talk about any specific type of aggression. Uh, I can certainly go over that in more detail, probably in other episodes. I just wanted to address this thing right here, that it is normal. We will continue. We'll pick this up on a later episode. But for now, this is it, okay? And, uh, you know, lastly, just to close it, um, here's another way where we soften the term aggression. And it's when we call it, and dogs just being reactive. Okay, that's just, a, that's, like, that's the better, the nice version of the word aggression. Okay? Well, yeah, the dog, when they, when they, when they act in aggression, sometimes they are reacting. They are reacting to an event. And their way to react to this event, even if it's perceived, it's an aggression. But, you know, people just like to say, he's not aggressive, he's just reactive. Okay, just get rid of that and just realize that the word aggression is not a bad word. It really is not a bad word. The word aggression is normal. It's as normal as breathing. It's just a, stra a, a strategy to deal with a bunch of things, to deal with competition, to deal with conflicts, to deal with uh, um, uh, resources, I guess, again, control of resources. So, I mean, it, it happens on puppies at a very young age. So if it happens with puppies in the litter at a very young age, why would it be bad? It's not. It's normal. So, it's normal. Don't call it reactive. Maybe do call it that if you're still ashamed and you don't want your clients to, you know, to feel bad about their dogs. But just at, at least realize that it's just aggression. It's not a bad word. And it's very clearly defined by a bunch of reputable sources. It doesn't have to be that complex. I'm going to wrap it up on this one. We're going to pick it up with more detail on later episodes.